Ohio Governor Mike DeWine said that he was worried the surge of coronavirus cases means his state, quote, could become Florida, buddy, you wish, said a coked up alligator on a jet ski. Hey, now. I've been to Ohio, I've been to Florida. Few similarities. Majority of voters say the United States is a racist society. A majority now. Numbers have moved quite a bit in the last couple of months. Yeah, well, as usual, I'm going to be a pain. I would like to hear them define what that means. This is a Wall Street Journal NBC News poll. It's a legit poll. Uh, 56% now hold the view that American society is racist. I would not vote for that. I think a racist society has codified racist rules. Mm. Like you can discriminate against people based on race. You can do this, you can do that based on race. And and we don't have that in the United States. If you ask me, in 1958, was the United States a racist society? I'd say to a large extent, yeah. I mean, to a significant extent, yeah. I mean, there were housing laws that uh, no black people in neighborhoods and you couldn't get a loan as a black person uh, from various government uh, mortgage programs. It was horrific. It was utterly unfair, unconstitutional and deserved to be overturned. And it was. But at this point, there is bigotry in every country on Earth. Every single one. It's part of the human condition. You resist it. You try to minimize its effects. Maybe you put into law certain anti uh, bigotry measures. But the idea that the U.S. is particularly bigoted is ridiculous. How are race relations? Well, it's ignorant. How are race relations in the country right now? Not so great. Very or fairly bad, 71%. That's a 16-point increase since February. Wow. That's not that long a time. You have a uh, You get a move that big in in What is that? 5 months? You have a high threshold for fairly bad race relationships if you uh, if you said no to that. Hmm. <laughs> What's it got to look like? Oh, my gosh. That's right. I meant to. My uh, my running shoes. And Jack says I shouldn't call them running shoes because I never run. Gymnasium shoes. Nike designed them and built them for running. They're running shoes. If I put on golf shoes right now, sitting in a radio studio, they're still golf shoes. Anyway, mine were worn out. I went to get some new ones at the, where I like to get shoes. Did you wear them out running? As I mentioned previously, no, definitely not. But I went to the Nordstrom's Rack, where I, I love to shop for shoes. I get the super good shoes at a nice discount. Anyway, oh, so I'm I'm walking out, and it was funny. I was, uh, childhood memory. Was there anything more exciting when you got a new pair of shoes, tennis shoes, uh, gym shoes, as a kid? Your mom let you wear them out. You wore yours out of the store? Well, no, I didn't. I mm. wanted to, but I felt silly <laughs> saying, listen, I decided to wear these out. Can you just take the box? I'm and, a grown-up. Uh, I should have the ability to delay gratification long enough to put them on in the car or at home. <laughs> well, as it, as it happens, I, uh, I went out to the parking lot, and I wanted to put them on, and, and partly because my old rooms were hurting my feet. You didn't it's, run around the parking lot really fast and jump and stop, did you? Well, of course, to show everybody how fast I was <laughs> with my new shoes. So I'm I'm putting on my <laughs> new shoes funny. at my back bumper. Mm-hmm. You know, throw the old ones in the trunk, and I glance up, and and the races, the race of the people involved in the story matter. It's the only reason I'm throwing them in. This black gal walks by me, wearing what I can only describe as 
white underpants that left zero to the imagination. And uh, like a, a tube top thingy. And I glanced, but then I thought, especially given the current, uh, you know, atmosphere, I was just a glance. And, and she was not my type. I'll just say that. Um, I glanced and thought, holy crap. And I kept putting on my running shoes. She's walking toward the store. Walking away from the store is a 40 to 45-year-old black man. He looks at her. I see his look. He walks by her and says to me, holy crap, do you believe that? (laughs) And, And listen... I grew up in Chicagoland, which is extremely diverse, racially speaking. My high school had every description of human being in it. And we all got along great and and liked each other and had a wonderful time. Anyway, but for one of the first times in my life, I thought, oh, God, what do I say? What can I say? What should I not say? What I can't comment on her. And so I made some sort of, uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah. And he and he turned around, he looks at her, and he looks at me and says, seriously, what is the world coming to when you got stuff like that going on? And I thought, I cannot engage this guy. I'll say the wrong thing. Bingo, bango, somebody will overhear. I didn't think he would get offended because he just seemed like a perfectly reasonable dude. You know how you can tell pretty quickly with people? But so was the feeling from both your parts that she was just, like, inappropriately dressed? Oh, wildly uh, just shockingly, pornographically. Oh, really? And can you slip me the address of this store, please? And uh, and listen, I'm a bit uh, zoftig myself. You wore out your running shoes. Not running. She. <laughs> this gal was very bold, and oh, here it is. She was unconcerned with a body shape. Cool for being dressed the way she is. She was very liberated. Apparently in her non-conformity to uh, modern standards of beauty. Feeling good as hell. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What's that, Lizzo? Yeah. Yeah. yeah hello. Uh, Might have been her. Anyway, um, it, it, the guy tried to engage me, and I thought, nope. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to have a friendly. I, uh, yeah, I'm telling you, dude. I can't believe that. <laughs> That's a trap. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. I wouldn't. And, and I, I felt That's bad about it. That's not good for society. No, it really isn't. We were obviously of the same mind. We were a couple of suburban guys with jobs going to get some shoes or a shirt or whatever. We both saw something crazy and shocking. But because there was race involved, I was like, I better not talk to him. That's what the woke crowd has got us. Thanks. Thanks, folks. Appreciate it. That's what that stupid, stupid woman with right fragility has gotten us and and the critical race theory people. So back sad. It back, really is sad. It absolutely is. Uh, it's going the wrong direction too. And you know, you don't. It, there's no reason to think we're stopping on the continuum here. It can oh, get worse. Oh, you just, see. in a few minutes, we're going to play you something that is so brilliant. It's practically unprecedented. We've already played it a couple times today, but it may be the most popular thing we've ever done. Uh, having to do with uh, that very topic. So stick stick around if you can. So views on racism. Uh, overall, 56% of Americans think America is a racist society. Break it down a little bit. The biggest gap is between men and women. It's a 20-point 20, 20 swing there. 
What does this mean? Two-thirds you, of women? I tell you what, text. Well, go ahead. Do Give us that for us. Two-thirds of women think this is a racist society? Less than half of men. A 20-point swing, 46 to 66. I mean, there, there's a big gap between, a bigger gap between Republicans and Democrats, but like n- none of that's surprising to me. But 20, 20 plus points between men and women. What yeah. do you think that is? Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. Hit us with an email, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com, or if you'd prefer to text, 415-295-KFTC. You ought to put that in your uh, contacts. Maybe you don't want to comment right now, but someday you will, 415-295-KFTC. A couple more quick uh, stats from this very poll. Do you support protests and demonstrations after the killing of George Floyd? 57% support. That's pretty broad. I support all protests, really, as long as they're peaceful. So Sure. Even if I disagree with the cause, it's one of our sacred rights. I don't know. But are you including the looting? I don't know what people meant when they answered that question. The assaults, the trying to kill cops, the setting fires. Are you including that in the question? Kneeling. Is it appropriate for athletes slash football players to kneel during the national anthem to protest racial inequality? Half say it's appropriate now. It's up 10 points since a year ago. Wow. That's a move. Yeah. But it's still only half. Trump said today that if the NFL, the players are kneeling, he's out as a fan. You said baseball players are doing it too? Yep. Yeah, my buddies and I were zapping around picks of uh, actually each other's favorite teams, uh, guys taking a knee and uh, lamenting the coming now of politics to sports. I never see the national anthem for games unless it's like you get down to playoffs and stuff. They don't often show it on TV. Right. They usually schedule commercial breaks specifically around it. Yeah. So it'll just matter to the people in the stadium, right? Yeah. Um, And then this one on statues, which I thought was the most amazing result uh, of the, this is one of those, you've been misled by the media. What should be done with Confederate statues? Leave in place is almost 50%, 47%. So it's within the margin error of half. Wow. Wow. Um, no, I never, ever would have guessed that, no, given the media coverage. No, no, no. All the media coverage, including Fox, because they're, 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 they're scared to say it out loud, I guess, uh, and, and recognize that half the country's okay with just leaving Confederate statues there. Mm-hmm. Only lunatics, according to the media, are for that. Right. Like just a real hardcore racists. Like so many things in society, if we could all just have a 10-minute conversation about it, I think a lot of people would change their minds and or understand people who disagree with them a little better. You know, because some of those statues were put up during the civil rights era as an act of defiance. Right. I didn't know that's, that. Th- right. And that's when kind I found of a key that out, piece of information. Yeah, when I found that out, it's like, no, that's not that's not cool. Yeah, don't put up a statue of Stonewall Jackson because you don't like Martin Luther King. Yeah, that, that <laughs> because that's... we just enabled voting rights for minorities. Yeah, that yeah. ain't cool at yeah, all. That's not the same thing as no, we're honoring somebody from this place who was a brilliant military mind and brave person. No, no, no. You just put it up because you're angry that black people get the vote now. Right. Not cool. Right. Um. But so that number has moved quite a bit. So removing Confederate statues is now fifty one percent. It was thirty five percent a year ago. Ooh. That's quite a move in a year. Yeah. And I thought this number is important. Only 10% say statues should be removed and destroyed. And that doesn't even, you know, get to... How about mobs tearing them down in the middle of the night with a rope? If if 10%, only 10% agree they should be removed and destroyed at all, 
I'll bet the mob tearing them down is 5%. Well, yeah, because the less. remove and destroy crowd would be substantially people who say, yeah, there ought to be a vote of the city council or a referendum in the town or county or whatever, and then have them removed and destroyed. Yet you hear... But not not the bunch of woke college kids with ropes method. Yet you hear few people have the guts to stand up, mayors, police forces, pundits anywhere, to stand up and say, no, you can't tear down statues like that. Well, not much of America is okay with that. You know, one of the most disappointing aspects of becoming an adult and living adulthood is is the bills. Pardon me, bills. Well, yeah, that <laughs> and and everything hurts now for some reason. Um, Hair showing up places it didn't used to be. That's annoying. I do a pretty good job of uh, manscaping, but um, you. Uh, <laughs> but what's really really disappointing is the amount of moral cowardice that you observe. The number of people who will stand up for their principles, even if it costs them something, is a lot smaller than I thought it was as a kid. True. Growing up, worshiping heroes from Martin Luther King to, you know, to Abe Lincoln and, you know, a thousand other examples. You know why part of it is? Why is that, Jack? Bills. Some bills. of it is bills. Yeah, I you don't want to lose your job. You don't want to get in trouble. You got bills to pay. You know, I, I thought when I was a kid, it's all about standing up for what's good. Then you got bills to pay. You got a job to keep, et cetera, et cetera. Changes a little Boy, bit. Well, I hate to wear this out because we're going to come back and, and play a, a, a piece of tape that may be the best thing I've ever heard. I, I branded it perfect on Twitter. But there is a, a young woman of color, a, a black girl, who's an Irish dancing sensation. Now, I come from Irish heritage, uh, primarily. Cultural appropriation. Is that cultural, uh, the fact that she's a black girl, am I supposed to be troubled by this? Or does it only work one way because white people are evil? Or, what if she was born in Ireland? Or, or, well, right, she may well be an Irish citizen. We have sure. people of all sorts of colors in all sorts of countries. No way. But, you know, what I'm trying to point out is not that I'm in the least offended by the fact that this beautiful young woman is incredibly skilled in an ancient dance form. I'm pointing out the utter stupidity. Of dance. of the Well, that too. Of the critical <laughs> race theory crowd. I'm sorry. <laughs> I found is, both of them stupid. Dance is an art form... <laughs> I get about as much as a dog gets it. They might think, oh, that's kind of rhythmic movement. I'm somewhat, and I'm kind of, my attention is grabbed. That's about it. I have a dog's understanding of dance. Funny. And a dog's ability at it, too. Funniest and most educational thing I've heard today coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. To change. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I do my head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? Feeling good as Head toss, check my nails. Baby, how you feeling? So it's like that outfit Lizzo wore at the basketball game is what you're saying. Similar to that? It was something. I mean, the fact that the the, 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 the lower garment was white was just... It's practically translucent. Hey, you know what we're talking about? Check out the podcast, armstrongandgetty.com. If you dare. A number of folks uh, brought this to our attention, saw it on Twitter myself, retweeted it. It may be perfect. These are two fellas discovering that they're their new best friends. Both wearing blue t-shirts. One is labeled woke. The other is labeled racist. 
When me and Brad first met, I didn't think we'd get along, but turns out we kind of agree on everything. Your, Your racial, racial identity, identity is the most important thing. thing. Everything, everything should be looked at through the lens of race. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Damn. We both have a lot of opinions about people of color, even though we barely know any. I say colored people, but as long as we're classifying them, we both think minorities are a united group who think the same and act the same. And vote the same. You don't want to lose your black card. Sorry, I don't know. I just think we should roll, roll back, back discrimination laws so we can hire based on race again. Jinx, now you owe me a Coke. Hey, tell them what you told me yesterday. White actors should only do voices for white cartoon characters. Been saying that for years. Stick to your own. Us white people, we have so much privilege. I agree. It is a privilege to be white. Ask him about interracial dating. All I said is that black men who date white women have internalized racism, and white men that date ethnic women are fetishizing them. Guys against interracial dating now. Like, am I being pranked? Did Boomer put you up to this? Ugh, you know that taco place is white-owned? White people should be making white foods, like Kraft macaroni and cheese, no seasoning, not even salt. It's like he's a mind reader. I mean, I've been pushing for segregation forever, and my man does what? I created an improv comedy show exclusively for ethnic people. Guy segregates comedy on my birthday. White people need to <laughs> stop wearing dreadlocks, and they need to stop appropriating black people's music. Shaved heads and country music, the way God intended. You know all white people are racist. I'm listening. Even if you have a black wife or a black friend group, you're still really racist. You know, he just kicked a guy out of the organization for having a black girlfriend, but if you can promise me he's still really racist, we'll consider letting him back in. Black people should only shop at black businesses. I guess the only thing we really disagree about is I think white people are the root of all evil. But what did I tell you, though? If we can narrow that down to a certain group of tiny-hatted white people, I think we can come to an understanding. Technically, I don't consider Jewish people white Neither do I. <laughs> How great is that? It's posted yeah. at armstrongandgetty.com. Send it around to your friends. Well done, funny, and very troubling. Matt Taibbi's new piece is on a similar theme. He echoes some of those ideas quite eloquently, as usual. Do you have the highlighted parts of that? I do. I do. We can touch on that. We've got a half hour left uh, on the show. We better finish strong. Oh, yeah. Armstrong and Getty. Well, the only thing we can do about it is be prepared. We have a whole group of lawyers who are going out to every polling, every uh, uh, voter registration physician in the states, the secretaries of state, making sure that they, in fact, have a game plan as to how they're going to allow the voting to take place. These voter registration physicians, is that four years of medical school? Or, <laughs> listen, the guy has fought a stutter his whole life. I've worked with kids. I've raised kids. I've mentored kids with speech impediments. I'm never going to give him any trouble with that. But every time he speaks, he seems to get lost in, in a little floundering and a little rambling. Then there's the wrong word and the rest of it. Stay in your basement, Joe. You want to win this. I just, I just, you, it's a, this uh, term doom scrolling that we became aware of. It's hard not to doom scroll. You have to almost have to go out of your way. Well, how about if you're doomed? I just spent the commercial break going through uh, bad COVID news, followed by bad economic news, followed by, to my mind, bad political news. And I wasn't try- I wasn't seeking it out. Right. It was just the yeah. three big stories. Yeah, I was going to give you a little of the Matt Taibbi piece, um, and we will in a minute, but we're talking about uh, registration physicians. Listen to this, would you? <laughs> my wife, though she is young and sexy has actually been a poll worker. Um, she belongs to a charitable organization. That's that's one of the fundraisers. She's so sexy and poll worker that close together. Oh, you're right. Which Bunk- polls? All of them. 
Okay. Stripper poles. Unfortunate uh, choice of words. Yeah. Thank you for that uh, gentle correction. But it's a fundraiser because you get paid for it. Um, it's modest. I think it's minimum wage or something you like that. You get to edge the election a certain direction. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing, looking. Your Honor. Um, but then you give the money to your organization for charitable purposes. She volunteers in that way. But anyway, uh, and she was going to do it again this uh, election in, in November. Now here comes Jane. You know how she votes. Where's the trash can? <laughs> Got a special filing cabinet for her ballot. <laughs> exactly. Are you a liberal? She asks people. <laughs> so uh, she was going to do it again this year. But because of the vid... There are various uh, counties and states changing up their voting procedures, so you don't have a crush of people on one day. Mm. Here's what would be required of her. She worked a hell of a long day last November, or whenever it was, two Novembers ago. Um, It was like a 14-hour day. But listen to this. Uh, My county happens to have 27 voting, voting centers, each one with five to six poll workers. Voting will cover four days. October 31st, November 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. Hours will be 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. the first three days. And whoops, and 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. on November the 3rd. And no shifts. you got to work the entire day. So that's three nine-hour days. Wait a minute. Yeah, three nine-hour days and one 13-hour day. Required for all this is a hands-on two-week training, eight to five each day. This means a commitment of 112 hours. How could you need to train from eight to five every day for two weeks? Especially somebody who's already done this. And Jude said they went to, you got to go to like it's a morning, a full morning. They train you. I believe that. I can believe it would take a whole morning to teach you this is what you do. Well, now it's 10 days. That doesn't make any sense. 10 days of eight to five. Am I learning to replace a person's heart? (laughs) This means, I tell you what, you could probably get like, I don't know. 50, 60% 50, 60% of them right after two weeks of training. Right, I'd get it right side up at there's least. A lead, there's a little, that's an artery, right? And that one's a vein. Yeah, okay, let's go. Um, This means a commitment of 112 hours to be a poll volunteer. I am afraid we are going to see historic insanity at the polls this election. Well, if nothing else, we, we're changing the way we've ever voted for president. Oh, she's no. not doing it, by the way. There's no way. No, I wouldn't do it either. But uh, whether it's good or bad or, you know, the right thing or wrong thing, even leaving that aside, we've, we're doing it different than we've ever done it before voting for president. Mm-hmm. M- 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 a whole bunch of more mail-in ballots and then four days of, of open polls? This is a different way to do it. Depends where you are. Depends where you live. I don't know. Maybe some states are going to say, look, 15 minutes, November the 3rd from 11, 11, 15 a.m. Get there. Be there. Be square. And if you're a lefty, you're supposed to vote, uh, yeah, over there, that's the place. Oh, it must have been closed. Sorry, you didn't make it. (laughs) Hey, uh, Democrats, your voting's on Wednesday. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Yeah, I know. Somebody tries every election cycle. Yeah, It's evil. Don't do it. So I just, I'm worried. And listen, I don't want to spool this out for you because we've talked about it before and it's more doom. But if there are substantial irregularities... Long lines. People can't vote. Some polling places can't open because they don't have enough volunteers, all that stuff. It's going to lead to doubts about the electoral system. Unless it's 400 to 20 in the electoral electoral college. college, Yeah. 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 
Um, well, let's let's hope for the best. Uh, I'm, I'm I can never remember uh, positive. Sean is hope a plan? Uh, hope is not a strategy. Okay, okay, okay. I was hoping hope is a strategy. Uh-huh, that no. was a bad strategy. Hold on, double start. checking my work. Nope, it's not. Still not. Carries <laughs> on. Hope John Edwards. Yeah. Is that who that was? Yeah. Pretty right. little thing. Failed vice presidential candidates seem so silly in retrospect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they Hard to believe anybody talked about him for five minutes. Well, right. They, they always seem ridiculous. That guy was, in theory, going to be a heartbeat away from the presidency. <laughs> and, and they're, they're all the same pretty way. close. Yeah, they're all the same way. You just think, really? Tim Kaine was going to be, really? God, what a punk he is. Who's Bob Dole? Jack Isn't Tim Kaine the guy who said uh, American invented slavery? He is. Hmm. Jack Kemp, I like Jack Kemp, but I mean, you don't, I don't, I never think of him in terms of he was this close to being president. Right. No. Dan Quayle, never elected. Oh, that's right, he was. Four years. What are you going to do? <laughs> I don't know that anything needs to be done. i tell you what needs to be done. Uh, generous donations to the fund to buy Russians window locks. Mm. Another prominent Russian has uh, fallen from a window. This happened to be an Olympic skater. She skated for Australia. Notably clumsy Olympic athletes. Go ahead. Right, oh, yeah. Exactly. Figure skaters. Got are, too close to the window, yeah. tumbled out, landed on their head. Coordinated. Yeah. With yeah. a bullet hole in them. Probably had too many of those sequin gowns on or whatever. Yeah, yeah. apparently she shot herself on the way down. Oh. No, she didn't. Um, <laughs> uh, the authorities are calling it a suicide. She skated for uh, Australia for some reason. Maybe she had some heritage there, but who would emigrate from Australia to Russia? Nobody. Um, but uh, who knows? There was some excuse, and so she did. But uh, it's not known uh, what happened here. But yet another prominent Russian, quote-unquote, quote falling from a window is is odd. I think maybe we will uh, learn that she uh, had some critical things to say about Putin lately, or, mm. or who knows. Or, uh, you know, she's an attractive young woman. Turned down Putin. Dumped some oligarch. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't date him or something like that. Or There's a new book out about Putin's Russia that's supposed to be really great. Mm. Um, explaining how the whole thing works. Uh, I'll put it on my stack of books I swear I'm going to read but won't. <laughs> it's always good to have a list of things you don't plan to do. You know what I've gotten into reading lately? I don't know. How did this happen? Oh, I read about a... Um, documentary that's out that's supposed to be ken burns says it's great and if he says it's great then it's probably pretty good about can't remember her name now you'd think it amelia Earhart. how how into it could Carrie i be nation marilyn monroe <laughs> martina navratilova southern writer Can't possibly be it jane austen from back in the day <laughs> not that far back in the day oh uh, born in 1925 a gal yes who wrote books? Now, I don't want you to cheat. You're cheating over there, Sean. Googling <laughs> 19, is cheating. You're right, I am. Googling is cheating. Uh, um, 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 I'm really I'm troubled by this senior moment I'm having that I can't think of who I've been reading about for the last five days, although I have been up since two. So yeah. that, that slows down your brain capacity. Right. Is it what's her name? It is what's her name. Do you want want me to? No, give us a hand. You I, I only Googled, want a hint. I only googled first Southern writer born in 1925. First letter of the first name. That's a good hint. A, <laughs> M, M, Margaret Atwood. No, that's a good name though. Um, Midge, Midge. It is your. <laughs> it's not Midge. Um, now, why can't I think of it? This is really troubling to me. 
I guess that's a Wise Blood was her big uh, her big novel. A Good Man is Hard to Find is her famous short story collection. I don't cut no book learning. I have a point about this, so spending the whole time guessing your name is not as fun as I thought it would be. What is it, Sean? Uh, Is it Mary O'Flannery? Yes. Flannery O'Connor. Mary Flannery O'Connor. That's the name. She she went by her middle name, Flannery O'Connor. Flannery O'Connor, yeah. And um, I had never read a word of Flannery O'Connor. Maybe I was forced to read a short story in junior high or something, and I don't remember it. But um, it's just one of those names that was out there. And and so I, I heard about this documentary, and there's a whole bunch of big-time names that are involved in this documentary. But the reason it's controversial is, you see, being born in 1925 and uh, living in Georgia, turns out she had some, by today's standards, not good uh, attitudes about race. Mm, shocking. And should she exist at all? Ugh. Um in the minds of uh, literature in America at this point. And the fact that a documentary was made about her is pretty par- problematic. Um, and so that that actually is what got me interested in her. And I thought, you know, I've never read any of this stuff. And I started into Wise Blood, one of her famous novels. And it's freaking fantastic. As Conan O'Brien says in the documentary, you read this stuff and you think, this was written by a bitter old alcoholic dude, right? No, a 25-year-old woman? Huh, that's it weird. Um oh. Could it's have, could have really, her. really gritty stuff huh? Uh, that you think, this is written by a 25-year-old woman at the time. But she she drops N-bombs in there, which was pretty common in the South in the 20s and 30s well, and 40s. Well, it's pretty common in like, Spike Lee movies now. So Yeah, exactly. And, and whether or not you know books like that should be allowed in high schools and colleges, even though it's considered some of the greatest literature in American history, but it's got N-words in it. But that's the way people freaking talked, right. you see. Yeah. And I don't know, I find that I find that whole thing really interesting. I have an evolving uh, series of goals if I ever get a time machine. First, I want to meet Jesus. Then I was considering uh, uh, George Washington and the Founding Fathers. Uh, later, I decided to get heavily into sports betting and just win heavily by traveling into the future and seeing the results. But now I have a new project, a charitable project. I'm going to take the woke crowd 40 years in the future... And show them how presentism is judging them as awful human beings 40 years in the future. Then I'll fly them back, kick them in the ass, and send them back to their lives. <laughs> and I'll just do flight after flight after flight in my time machine. Right. Until word gets around. Hey, 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 like uh, criticizing people for being average people 100 years ago. Uh, could you not do that? Why? Why are you against this? I don't want to explain. You probably ought to stop. Oh, you used to talk about how you just bought a new dog? Oh, you bought a dog. You're the dog owner. Yeah, that's not cool here in the year 2050. And suddenly you got a that's mom sort of got you on the ground kicking the hell out of you. Right. Yeah, I think that could be uh, educational, and I would enjoy it. So now you're going to use your time machine to uh, for anger and spite. No, education and enlightenment. There you go. Yeah. Huh? I phrased it wrong. Yeah, well, what are you, Flannery O'Connor over there with your grit? <laughs> stop it. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Freedom does not come from an election. The freedom comes from you not loading up pornography. The freedom comes from you not taking the purpose in. The freedom comes from you not downing your brother and your sister. The freedom comes from you putting that gun down and not shooting people at the gas station. It has nothing to do with this election. It only 
Wow. Entertainment superstar comes out in favor of uh, helping yourself. Granted, he's a crazy superstar. That's Kanye West at his weird campaign rally slash confessional slash... I don't even know how to describe it. So which abortion stuff you want? You want the stuff about first? Do you want the yeah. stuff about his mom and dad or about him and him? Yeah, let's do clip 38. He's yelling, I almost killed my daughter. So now he's going into the stuff about him and Kim. I guess the next clip there then, Sean. She had the pills in her hand. People know these pills where you take the pills, and if you take it, it's a wrap. The baby's gone. And I called my wife, and she said, we're going to have this baby. I said, we're going to have this child. I know people that are 50 years old that didn't have this children. They didn't have that child that have never got to experience the level, the level of joy that I experienced having a child. So even if my wife were to divorce me after this speech, she brought North into the world even when I didn't want to. She stood up and she protected that child. So Kim Kardashian is saying, I have no idea what he's talking about. It's possible that that whole thing with his parents didn't happen either. I mean, it's hard to know with Kanye West. He's brilliant and crazy. Um, he did tweet a couple of things last night that have since been deleted. He um, he made the claim uh, that after accusing his wife, Kim Kardashian, of trying to lock me up for comments he made during the first campaign rally, Kim was tr- trying to fly to Wyoming with a doctor to lock me up, like on the movie Get Out, because I cried about saving my daughter's life yesterday. They're going to end up divorced over this. Yeah, well, it's tough to be married to somebody with uh, as a mercurial personality as his. Well, he's bipolar. If he starts talking that way, can you allow him to be around your kids? I don't know. And then he tweeted something about NBC locked up Bill Cosby. What? Uh, he went on a, a, a yeah. It was it was quite the rant yesterday, and practically all of these have been deleted. And his the ones that remained up were him announcing his new album that's coming out later this month. Oh boy, so, yeah, right. This is this is Kanye right here, new album. To listen to the final thoughts from Armstrong and Getty. Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Let's begin with Michelangelo in the control room. Michael, final thought? Yeah, today Joe Getty said he could not believe that 1970 was 50 years ago. Well, I got news for you. 1983, 37 years ago. 1994, 26 years ago. 2003, 17 years ago. Pretty shocking, huh, Joe? <laughs> you're, you're blowing my mind. Positive Sean, our producer, has a final thought. Sean? Uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, the math checks out on that, Michael. Excellent job. Um, uh, yeah, just a, a day at Chateau Relaxo 2.0. I think I'm actually going to venture outside. My buddy's been bugging me to, to play some golf, so I'm going to go, uh, you know, take my eyes out for a stretch a little bit. A nice day to do it, too. Jacob. Final thought for us. My final thought is a question to Sean, who's been following Kanye's career. So do you think it's just like a crass, publicized, get a bunch of publicity and then announce an album? Or is it is it 
kind of both. He's crazy and bipolar and did all this stuff. And when he's that way, he makes albums. Yes, I think it's that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, my uh, final thought is also Kanye-related. I really enjoyed his rant about what sets you free, and it's not about elections and politics. You set yourself free. My only objection to it was he said, you don't get free by downloading pornography. Guy's married to an actual porn star, so he doesn't get to lecture the rest of us. Maybe only you famous... You live with pornography. Maybe only famous because she was a porn star. Yeah, so that's... Uh, a little unfair. So, but he's he is running for president again? No. He's not. He's not again. Okay. He never was. He, he may what? have done some paper. Yeah. It's it's the Kanye ride. Wee. Yeah. He's crazy. He might have some tough decisions yeah. uh, ahead of her. That's too uh, bad. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four hour workday. So many people who thank so little time. Go to ArmstrongandGetty.com. That brilliant video comparing woke with racist. Is prominently featured there. You can find it. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. A lot of great swag. Buy yourself a t-shirt, whatever. We will see you tomorrow. God bless America. You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> that sucks. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just... Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words. It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're, we're, you're, we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase uh, what you're doing? We should roll, roll back, back discrimination laws so we can hire based on race again. Jinx, now you owe me a Coke. Armstrong and Getty.